We looking good? Looking right? Yeah. Okay. So, a little cold open. We need Mount Rushmore of Zins. That's a good idea. Okay, Mount Rushmore of Zins. Uh, I'm going to say I'm drafting number one overall. Um, wake up on Saturday morning hungover. Have a little bit of coffee before you eat your first meal. Boom, pop two Zins in. Feels like a million bucks. I think my favorite all-time is after lunch. And after lunch, Zenny? After Specifically lunch, after lunch? Specifically after lunch. Because uh, like, it's like your mouth's already like, it's like craving it. Tummy gets real full. <laughs> Tummy gets real full. <laughs> yeah. All right, we need two more Zens. I also really like just after coffee on like regular, like a Monday. The shit you must take. That, that's insane. what I was going to say. I'm not a huge... I, I do it. <laughs> um, but not the biggest fan of that. Because I always feel like I'm going to shit my pants before the Zen's done. <laughs> Why don't you just go to the bathroom then? Well, it's more of like a... Do you... More like a run to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, are you going to get to the point where you drop in a Zen as you're opening the stall door? <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, I need one last Zen. One of my other favorite is also right before bed. Right before bed. Little little buzz and snooze. A little, little nicotine to get you through the night. Okay. <laughs> then wake up, pop another one in before work. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our National Bets Mount Mushroomore Zens. All right. Y'all, well, thank you all for tuning in to the National Bets podcast. Uh, big day of, or big weekend, probably the best weekend of football we've had, at least in my lifetime. Granted, did not do well for our favorite teams, but we'll discuss that. We'll move on to these next week, talk a little college football. But first, Beaver, will you let us, the people know about our sponsor at the Mental Health Journal? Today we are sponsored by the Mental Health Journal. The Mental Health Journal is a 30-day guided journal for everyday life. It highlights the aspects around the world, uh, of the world around us that we missed if one chooses not to focus on the positives. It overall helps you enjoy life, improves focus to sleep better, boosts your self-esteem. What a great company. Great, great stuff. I use it. It really does help. Uh, so first, to not help with your mental health, Hayden, do you want to start off with the first game of the weekend? Oh, uh, we're talking about the Titans ripping my freaking heart out? Sure. Ooh, have you gone back to elementary school with the freaking? Well, <laughs> there was going to be so many F-bombs. There's going to be so many F-bombs during my Titans rant that I was going to start with freaking. Okay. All right. So here we go. First off, we can blame whoever we want to blame. Uh, some of that game is on Ryan Tannehill. He has got to perform better in the playoffs. Either way, Titans fans, he is still your fucking quarterback. You're not getting Aaron Rodgers. You're not getting anybody else. You are stuck with fucking Tannehill's dead cap hit <laughs> if you get rid of Like, it's not going to happen. Secondly, Titans fans, again, you are not trading Derrick Henry for picks. That was the stupidest fucking thing I've read on Titans Twitter the entire week. Yes. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I did not see that. Yes, I have read multiple Titans. Awesome. It's not many, but there are <laughs> Titans fans out there that want Derrick Henry traded for a quarterback in picks. So they are going to stick with Foreman then? I mean, I guess so. I mean, which Foreman wouldn't be a, a horrible running back, but why would you Why would you ever trade Derrick Henry? You'd be a fucking idiot. Yes. Thirdly, we'll get to the actual game. First play of the game, we snap the ball. We do not have a route to bring the safety off of any of our throws. All right. Bad play design. Fire Todd Downing. Fire Todd Downing. 
That's your problem with the entire offense. Tannehill is not he's not a superstar. We know this. He's got to be put in a position to help his team, and that was not done at all during this fucking game. Um, Henry, you can talk about how bad Henry ran. He ran for, I think it was 62 yards or 64 yards. 62. Um, he consistently ran pretty hard, though. That's kind of what you expected. Foreman backing him up did a great job, but I don't know why you weren't running Foreman more during that game. It seemed very much like we were forcing his ass – we're forcing Derrick Henry to get carries, forcing him in all these positions when Foreman's been the guy for the past how many weeks? Like, I don't know from top to bottom that offense what the fuck was going on during that organization and how they came through with that game plan. That's where I'm at with it. Defense is a Super Bowl caliber defense. Super Bowl caliber. They fucked Joe Burrow up, but he wasn't rattled. I don't. I don't understand how. I don't understand how Todd Downing put together that offense for that game and thought that we could win though. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, one thing. We talked about this last week on our unreleased episode, but I did say that if you're going to put in Derrick Henry, you have to give him 25 to 30 carries. They gave him 20. And as you saw in that second half, he started picking up more and more yards. But that's just what Derrick Henry is. He's a slow starter. I'm so that first 10 carries, he was awful. And if you're going to – I mean, you either dance with the girl that brought you with Deontay Foreman or you ride the better running back, which is Derrick Henry, don't get me wrong. But he needs those additional carries, especially coming off that extended leave of absence. And now you understand why I said give him 15 carries and let Foreman handle the rest of the workload. Yeah, I mean, because but if you give, I mean, if you give Henry the, I think his Foreman had six carries for 66 yards, if I remember correctly. If you give him those additional, I think it was four carries. carries. Was it four carries? I mean, if you give him those additional carries and then the other running back, like Derrick Henry is a, you have to put all of your resources into him in order to see value. Right. It's not like, oh, like the, it's not a linear production. It's exponential. And let's just go back to Ryan Tannehill for a second. Yes, bad throw first play of the game. The route was the problem, though. There wasn't a safe. Like, you couldn't take well, there the was safety an, yeah, I mean, you have to have a route behind that quick slant All in right. order to keep the safety Let's out. go. Let's get forward to the last interception that ended the game pretty much before the field goal. Hits, hits your number three. I guess our number three receiver in the hands. And it's a pick. So, like, Tannehill did not play well. He did not. I'm not defending Tannehill whatsoever. Tannehill still has to be your quarterback. There's just no way around that. And I just – I don't understand why these Titans fans are calling for Tannehill's head when he had his best two years of his entire career the year, two years prior. I understand he has not produced in the playoffs. But he also hasn't been put in any type of position to win in the playoffs whatsoever. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I mean, as I said before in previous episodes, Ryan Tannehill is not going to get you there to a Super Bowl. You have to build a team around him. Yeah, which and we did. We did have a team around him. We didn't utilize it. it and there it starts with your great offensive play designs. Also, the series on, I think it was in the third quarter, when y'all went on third and short with a QB sneak and then gave it to Henry on fourth and it got stopped short. I don't understand because a fourth or QB sneak is a fourth down play. It's a we're gonna man up and we're just gonna fall forward. Yeah. So how how tall is Ryan Tannehill? I think he's around six five. Is he that tall? I thought he was like six three. Okay. Either way, six three, six five, six foot. I don't give a fuck. You give me one yard, I can fall forward for a yard. <laughs> yes. No, I do agree. Tannehill is six four. Damn. Right in the middle. Like, there's just no way you shouldn't give that ball to Ryan Tannehill and let him fall forward. I don't under, I don't understand. The play calling, 
it's like two two different people are calling plays. Mm-hmm. Is what it's like. There's no rhythm. There's I mean, there's no imagination whatsoever. We did that fucking bubble screen bullshit. Yeah. It was it was sickening to watch. If you'd have gave me a headset, we would have won that fucking game. I swear to God, like it's well, not that fucking that, hard. With Madden, because if you if you tell me at the very beginning of the game, hey, Joe Burrow is going to score one touchdown, get sacked nine times, and the Bengals are going to put up nineteen points, I'm saying this Titans win by seventy. Yeah, I mean, I just don't understand what. Which I mean, it was kind of the game the Titans like to play, one mm-hmm. of those low scoring smash mouth games. But our offense, man, it was so it was so atrocious. But y'all normally play time of possession. Like I'm, I don't know the top stats, but like it seemed like y'all were just going three and out punt. They were going three and out punt. It was just a battle of who can just keep or who can score the or get the first first down. Yeah. But Titans have a lot of decisions to make this off season. You've got to sign Harold Lander. You've got to resign him. Mm-hmm. Which in order to do that, you're probably gonna have to restructure contracts, which J Rob does not like to do. Well, I heard some or a couple places where they're probably going to cut, um, like Janoris. They're going to have to oh, either cut re- or completely restructure uh, Lawan's deal. They're going to. So I guess you would start your restructure with Lawan, and then you'd go Kevin Byard, maybe, who has already actually came out and said he would have no issue restructuring. But the problem is, your general manager is he does not like to kick the fucking cap can. He doesn't like to do it. Well, he hasn't like kicking the cap down the road. Now, from my perspective, he doesn't want to do that because he's always trying to build a good team. But he, he has, has a good team now, right. and he needs to capitalize on it. Unless he thinks he sees like a prospect in like the twenty twenty three draft to where they can pick up a good like quarterback and then lead him that way. But I, I just don't see that happening. But Titans are gonna in the draft. Everybody's saying the window is closed for the Titans. The window is not closed. You can get back next year because I don't see the Colts being any better than they were this year. Not saying they were a horrible team, but Titans are still going to be better next year, I think. Well, it's not a matter of if you can win your division or make the playoffs. It's can you compete with Herbert coming out and probably going to make the playoffs next That's year. That's the scary you part com- is yeah. you've got Herbert, Burrow, Allen. Mahomes. Mahomes. I mean, the Raiders are pretty good. Yeah, I'm not worried about the fucking Raiders. If the Raiders can ever get their shit together. In the yeah, I feel office. like the Raiders are like one, get their shit together away from being pretty good. Yeah, I mean, if I know, I don't think the Dolphins are going to be shit next year. Because no. they got rid of Flores and kept two for some odd reason. But, I mean, Bad move. I mean, you could see the Patriots getting better. It, Everyone in the AFC is going to be good next year. Yeah. That's the thing. It's going to be very scary. And you you had an opportunity not only as the Titans this year. You had the one seed. I get that. If you were to win that first playoff game, Nashville would have went fucking crazy for the Titans. You would have built a enormous fan base. That's, that's the part that hurts the most is that fan base – what happened, Titans moved to Nashville in, I guess it would have been 97 or 98 when they actually came to Nashville, but 99 they were in Nissan. Mm-hmm. All of your fans since then, since watch the Super Bowl team, whatever, they've all gotten older. They're all blue hairs now that aren't going to the games. They're still supporting but not as active. You needed this to get your younger fans engaged. That are Everybody's moving to Nashville. You had to have this game for the fan base. And that's the part that hurts the fucking worst. Like, yeah. if we'd have got put out in the AFC Championship, so fucking be it. You had to win against the Bengals. Yeah. Does this is this a Tennessee loss or a Bengals win? This was a Tennessee loss. Yeah. The Bengals didn't win that game. Burrow got sacked nine times. We on defense, we did exactly what we wanted to do. 
I think they might get crushed next week against the Chiefs. We're not oh, talking yeah. about that yet. Hold on. Hold your fucking phone. But anyways, uh, yeah, I, the resilience of Joe Burrow to keep going, keep throwing bombs. Also, I'd turn down your phone volume because I can hear it. It's as, it's as down as it'll go. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it still has to play it. Interesting. But, yeah. It's, we're not picking it up. Oh, perfect. But, um, yeah, so Burrow is resilient. I am terrified that Zach Taylor might be the dumbest person in, in the NFL because he made zero adjustments. Like, I think he kept the tight end in to chip, like, twice in that second half when they were just getting marked the first half. Yeah, they should have definitely protected Burrow more. Like, so that's one thing is I don't know if the Bengals are going to be able to keep Burrow healthy all next season. They're going to have to draft, like, an entire new offensive line. for That should be priority number one. I guess they're, they're, I guess they're going all offensive line. You have to. I mean. It's got to be pretty heavy offensive line for sure. I mean, I've never seen a man get little boyed. For an entire 60 minutes. And whoever it, Jeff Simmons was on was just little boying him. And day it wasn't in and like when we were sacking him, one, it wasn't like one person was getting there. If the first guy didn't get the sack, the rest of the three linemen were right behind him. It was fucking crazy watching that defense. It was, it was, that was fun to watch. That defense was so much fun to watch. It's just sickening that the offense couldn't get it together. No, it, it was very bad. No. Zach Taylor. Big time question marks coming out of him, but I mean that's just that's just how it goes. All right, it's how the cookie crumbles. We'll see you next year, motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, next game. <sighs> oh, we're on we're on to Jack's team now. Yeah, Thank no, God. This, that game fucking sucked. So in previous Green Bay teams, I don't think we've had a good running defense since I think 2011, and this was the first time that I was actually I'm proud of our defense. Giving up 10 points against that San Francisco team that only runs the ball. But I guess we read the stats last week. Of like 31st and third down defense, 25th rush defense. Like we were terrible in a lot of stats. We held San Francisco to 10 points. But what infuriates me to this fucking day is our 31st ranked special teams. When was the last time y'all saw a blocked fucking punt in the playoffs? <laughs> Who fucking does that? Our long snapper got pushed back like 17 fucking yards. What the fuck? How does that happen? That's nonsense. I, I was confused. I, I didn't think you could even legally rush the long snapper like they did on that play. He literally, uh, whoever was the guy who for the Niners who rushed it, literally picked up the long snapper. It was like, all right, you're, just, you're coming with me. It was like a little kid getting picked up by the collar and get and get dragged on the school bus. So my question is, how does Rodgers not put up more than 10 points in a fucking playoff game? Well, if you watch the game, the only person that was getting open was Devontae Adams. And they were dealt, they were bracket covering the majority of the game. So I don't know what the hell happened to Lazard, what the hell happened to EQ, what the hell happened to Josiah DeGuero, or Josiah DeGuero who also had a great chance at 15 or yards on a third and 10, hit him right in the chest and fell down. What a great fucking draft pick there, Goody. Third round out of Cincinnati, picking up a blocking tight end. Great fucking job, you dipshit. But yeah, it's infuriating to watch. The offense just couldn't get anything going. And then fourth quarter, Aaron Rodgers plays hero ball. Uh, I think on that, or it was on the, when he threw it to Devontae on third and 10, essentially to end the game. Alan Lazard is running over on like a deep end for like 16, 17 yards. If he hits Allen or Allen there, we get into a. Or, uh, I think it's on the forty-one, our own forty-one, driving. I think it's like three and a half, four minutes left. 
we probably win the game there. But Aaron Rodgers is trying to play hero ball. I get it. A.J. Dillon was hurt. That's no excuse, though. We still have Aaron Jones. Although, when you put in Patrick Taylor, it's not great. It, it was just rough all around. It didn't look like we made any off, er, offensive adjustments. Also, in the second half, our offensive line just could not block. Like, the Niners were getting home every time. Aaron Rodgers had no time to throw. Wide receivers weren't getting open. Special teams was an absolute fucking disaster. The fact that we put in Billy Turner, who was injured for the last part of the year, and didn't start Yosh Nierman is still mind-boggling to me. So have y'all fired your special teams coach yet? I think we should imprison him for throwing the game. He hasn't been fired? I don't know if he's been fired yet. I'll, I mean, if he hasn't been, then there is no justice in the world. It's If you would have told me, kind of like for the Titans game, if you told me that we would be able to stop the run, hold the Niners under 100 yards rushing, and they score zero offensive touchdowns, I say we win by 45, and we lost by three. Also, the disrespect by Robbie Gold kicking field goals in warm-ups while the players are getting announced. What kind of psychopath is he? I love that. I so the real question is, love that. is Aaron Rodgers going to come back next season? Absolutely. Where else To the Packers? Go? Where else does he go? I don't know. You uh, tell me. Denver? Jeopardy? No. They Denver. don't have enough cap room for Rodgers and Devontae. Why does it have to be why, that, why, do they, why do they need Devontae? Because Devontae's going wherever Aaron goes. Uh, Devontae's getting the tag. I mean, Devontae's it, getting the tag. It, Devontae's getting they've the got tag. plenty of uh, plenty of receivers at, for at Denver already. Which I don't know what money. Like, I don't know what this is going to look at money wise. That's going to be expensive as hell. You know what Devontae will end up doing if they do tag him? Retire. Uh, do the whole Michael Thomas thing. Oh man, I got to get surgery week two. Or, I'm sorry, preseason week two. Sorry guys, can't go. I'm out for the rest of the year. But yeah, no, I. I think Aaron's coming back. There's really no other way around it. If Goody's, I mean, we've seen Jordan Love. He's not good. And also, to all you fucking Packers journalists, quote, air quote journalists, you fucking scumbags, they're like, oh, uh, let's look at these highlights of Jordan Love during the Utah State or LSU game where he made three good throws. Yeah, you know what else has happened? A fucking pandemic since then. Show me something recent. He's played in two games. He played an entire preseason. Show me a throw he made in preseason. He looks like shit. Against KC and against Detroit, that makes me hopeful. There's nothing out there. He went one touchdown, two interceptions in Detroit. It's like, how am I supposed to get excited about that? And that's with the entire Green Bay, like, faithful. Or not faithful, but with the entire Green Bay lineup with him. So they're going to draft Matt Corral? I mean, I don't think you draft a quarter. I mean, you have to keep Aaron Rodgers. You have to do whatever you can to keep him there. What if he wants to retire? I mean, if he retires, then we're just fucked. Also, the Packers doesn't look too good on the cap this year. Yeah, we're going to have to get rid of Zadarius Smith. But Rashawn Gary's been really good, so I'm not really worried about that aspect. Preston Smith has to step up, though, so that'll be tough there. We'll have to restructure like a Kenny Clark deal. Well, I think Jair is still on his rookie deal, so we're fine there. Uh, We'll have to restructure Bakhtiari's deal, especially since he just didn't play all year except for two games. Uh, Might have to deal or restructure Elkin Jenkins' deal. Because he hasn't here, he wasn't able to play in the playoffs, and he was injured in like week fourteen, week fifteen, something around there. So there's a lot of restructuring that we're gonna have to do. But I mean, with the Rams doing whatever they do salary cap wise, I'm not really that worried about it because they seem just to get around it at all times. Granted, Goody's not the smartest guy, so I'm sure he'll have to take step by step notes to get there. But so you think the Packers? I don't want to say rebuild is off the table, but oh, it's a reload. 
if we want to be competitive with Aaron, the only way we get Aaron Rodgers is if we reload. Right. Yeah, if he's already said that. He's not going to be part of a rebuild. And I wouldn't Which, blame him. Who would want to do that? I wouldn't blame him either. No, Goody's going to have to bend the knee, do whatever Aaron wants, because that's the only way he's getting anywhere in the playoffs. And basically, he has to get him. I yep. mean, if he doesn't get him, they're fucked. I mean, you saw what we have. We're not picking anybody up. There are 10 other teams right now that need a quarterback. And that's not including, like, Seattle, who may or may not have Russell. That's not including, like, the Giants, who are allegedly – or, I'm sorry, Miami, who's allegedly sticking with Tua. So let's include the Giants that are allegedly sticking with Daniel Jones. Which I will say, it does seem like the Dolphins are putting their toes in the ground on Tua. They fire, to me, oh, they're they, in a five-point stance on Tua. To me, they fired their head coach completely over Tua, which is nuts. No, that's ex- it's basically exactly what it was, is that – Ryan Flores didn't want Tua. The GM in Miami wanted Tua. Understandably, because that's the guy that you drafted. But still, like we've seen Tua. He's Sometimes not you just got you got to cut ties with the draft picks. Look, hey, what if the Titans did with Isaiah Wilson? They should have done a uh, who's uh, Joe? Who's the guy from Rosenberg? What the fuck was that guy's name? That the uh, oh, Cardinals drafted, then went to the Dolphins. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. Yeah. <laughs> I like how we don't even know his name anymore. He's like, those. How many teams picked before? He's like, those nine teams before me. They're all gonna regret it. Or he was whatever. like the yeah. third team. Fuck you, Josh. Yeah. Then like two years later, he was the third string quarterback for the Falcons, which is like his fourth team. Guy's been all over the place. Kind of crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they could they could pull one of those easily. It's already been done before. No, for sure. I mean, I don't know what who would you draft this year outside of like. A corral, maybe Scott Hartman. I don't know. Slim Pickens out here, but Carson Strong. Yeah, like that's that's really it. It's not a deep quarterback class, but yeah, I I think Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Uh, also, zero percent credit to San Francisco. You got lucky as shit. You're a lucky ass franchise. You're a disgrace of a franchise. Fuck you. I I, I know you're gonna get blown out by seventy five so points in the NFC Championship. I guess game. I guess Garoppolo didn't make his Garoppolo mistake, did he? Well, he did. He threw a pick in the red zone. Oh, I didn't see that. But we kept, that was also, really game. I also got really drunk after the Titans the game, game and yeah. passed out right here on the couch. Like <laughs> it was a rough night for Hayden. He didn't watch. We were too waiting much, on uh, too much football tor- towards the end of, in like the fourth quarter. We were waiting on another Jimmy G famous like. Well, he did. He almost threw a pick six. He almost did, but he didn't actually do. He didn't actually fall through with it. Well, if our I think it was Adrian Amos or no, I'm sorry, it was Eric Stokes, rookie out of Georgia. If he undercuts it instead of goes over the top of uh, George Kittle, they he pick six that. It was almost an opportunity yeah. for Jimmy G to pull a fast one. I mean, he tried to throw the game away. He really did. But, yeah, uh, Packers got a lot of moves to make in the offseason. I hope they have a plan. But if they don't, we're having five years of just barely nine wins. Yeah, probably. In an 18-game season. Yikes. Um, Tampa Rams. That was a crazy game. What the fuck happened? I I was I granted I was in sad boy season. Team just lost. Very depressed. Just everyone clowning Aaron Rodgers. People on this color cast app. The the hot topic of the day was the roast of Aaron Rodgers. Very not nice. The roast of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I wish I'd gone on that. That was the new hot take, and I was like, God damn it, why? That's awesome. So I was getting attacked by seven different angles. So didn't really watch that first like quarter and a half of the the Rams Bucks game. But I turned it on. It was 27 3, and Brady just throws a pick. I So I turned it off 27 3. I almost live bet the Bucks 27 3, because of course everybody started talking about 28 3. 
And like it was one big joke between the broadcasters. And so I almost did it. And it was like, it was a huge plus money. And then I'm watching Ozark naturally. And uh, the new, new season's fantastic. And um, I, I pull up my phone and it's like 27 to, or it's like 20 to 27. I was like, holy fuck, what just happened? Turn it back on. And then it was just nonstop action there in the fourth quarter until obviously the Bucks finally blew it. Yeah. The fact that the Rams fumbled the ball four times is astonishing. High and tight. So, high so it was all four in the contact. second half? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I, don't, I just can't picture how the fuck that the, the Rams let them come back. Which Cooper Cup didn't catch a pass until the last drive, right? But he caught two uh, balls? I think he caught, yeah, both in the fourth quarter. It's like, I mean, Todd Bowles did a great job in shutting down Cooper for the time that he did. Uh, I don't know what the hell happened there. Like, I think Stafford fumbled the ball twice, K-Makers once, and someone else did. But I would, I think it might have been Tyler Higby. I don't know. I was watching Ozark, and then they almost made a miraculous comeback. I turned it back on, and I saw the end of the game. That's how I was with the Packers game. I, I, I passed the fuck out, and I was like, I don't even want to watch football anymore. <laughs> I was like, my, my whole chest was just bleeding everywhere from my heart being missing. Yeah. It was a Should have come to Neighbors? No. I, I, was in, I was in no shape to go to Neighbors. Yeah. Well, I knew as soon as that happened and you said, we're like, hey, like, I might be coming. I was like, this is exactly when the Packers lose this game. <laughs> the writing was on the wall. And I, I will say spots. thank you, Packers and Bucks, for getting beat. So it takes all of the media, all of anything off of the Titans. Well, let's be honest. The media wouldn't have noticed the Titans in the playoffs to begin with. If y'all were in the Super Bowl, I think that y'all would still But get the media would have trashed the Titans in the one seed. By getting beat by the Bengals. They would have at least d- thrown a little A block first of the show shit on the Titans and then went to everything yeah. else. No so fair. now I just have to listen to Buck Rising and all these other fucking assholes say how bad the Titans were. Which, yeah. honestly, I'll also thank Buck Rising as well. He's the only person on the local media that's been worth a fuck this week. I, one, the Rams team might be super, or are Super Bowl favorites. I, I know we'll talk about Chiefs Bills here and then we'll talk potential matchups. But the Rams are the team to beat. Especially with OBJ doing as well as he is. Even if you shut down Cooper Cup, even if you shut down the running game in Cam Akers, you still have OBJ. You still have Tyler Higby. You still have Van Jefferson. Yeah, OB, That's OBJ's making Baker Mayfield look so bad right now. So bad. Also, Von Miller talking about little boying in the Cincinnati Titans game. Von Miller's. Little boying the left tackle for the Bucks in that second half. He was getting to Tom anytime he wanted to. Yeah, the Buck. I mean, the Rams are like they got to be the team to beat. Rams are so good on both sides of the ball. Superstars everywhere. I love it. No, it, I once again, I don't understand their caps like how their cap situation works because they have like seven guys who should be paying or being paid the max, and I just don't understand it at all. I I don't get it. I think they actually have like a couple of bad players in like the secondary, but Jalen Ramsey just makes up for everything. Well, and they have, they're starting a guy who's been retired for two years. Yeah, I know. When you have when you pull in a also, guy, did y'all see that penalty on uh, Eric Mike Evans? No, Eric. So yeah, Eric Weddle. Uh, so Tom, or it's like fourth and it's, I think it's like fourth and twelve. Tom's trying to come back. He throws up a nice bomb to Mike Evans. Evans drops it and or not drops it, but he. It's a good defensive play by Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Eric comes out of fucking nowhere and just smacks the shit out of Evans. 
the ball hits the ground before uh, Eric makes contact with Mike Evans, it's a 15-yard penalty, but after the play ended. So it's still Rams ball, but 15 yards back instead of giving the uh, Bucks a first down, which is the one of the funniest calls of all time. Wow. Great job by Ed Hockley's son. I don't know. Is it Skip Hockley? Great job by him for explaining it because there are a lot of mad Tampa fans in the restaurant that I was watching it at. They're like, what the fuck is this? Fucking Rick, they hate Tom's. Like, no fucking dipshits. The ball just hit the ground first. Ha <laughs> cocksuckers. <laughs> no, it was great. I had one of my favorite plays ever. Just the universal, like, they see the flag flying. We're like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, after the play, dipshit. Still turn over on downs. I just really want the Rams to win the Super Bowl so that I can get my future spent to hit. I, I'm a Rams Cincy fan right now. It hurts me to cheer for Cincinnati. Like I'm not gonna cheer for Cincinnati. Um, I do want them to beat the Chiefs because I just I don't like the Chiefs. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, I think the Chiefs are the Chiefs aren't as good as they're cracked up to be. They're a good team, but they're just. I think they played really well on Sunday night transitioning that game. That was yeah. one of the most fun games I've ever watched. Oh my god, yeah, the most entertaining game. Both those quarterbacks deserve to win. Josh Allen. Also, They're going to get the rule change, the overtime rule change. Oh, I mean, you have You're to. definitely even, changing the overtime rule. Even Andy Reid was like, yeah, they probably need to change the, the overtime rules. But Also, they, they need to just change the divisions in football. And the, like those, That should have been the Super Bowl. Bills, Chiefs should have played in the Super Bowl, like straight up. That would have been the cool, one of the best Super Bowls. That would have been the best Super Bowl of all time that I've ever watched if those two teams had duked it out in the Super Bowl. Also, speaking of this upcoming matchup with the Bills-Cincy, if the – or if the Chiefs defense can't cover Gabriel Davis, who had like eight catches for 200 yard or 200 plus yards and four tutters, they can't stop him. What are they going to do with not even just Jamar Chase, but T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd? Because they really weren't getting home on Josh Allen that much. Josh Allen was able to scramble out of the pocket and still make plays. If the Chiefs don't get a Joe Burrow, they're in for a long day. Because I think the Chiefs are going to have just as many sacks as the Titans. Um, I don't think so at all. No. Dude, that know. Titans front four is fucking unreal. But that Bengals offensive line is unreally bad. Yeah, I know that. Well, no, it's completely average, but we just saw what happens when a top two offensive line or defensive line goes up against an average offensive line. And the thing is, so I can only remember Jamar Chase really catching one ball for like one big play against the Titans. Well, he only had three catches going into the fourth yeah. quarter. and. I don't see anybody else holding Jamar Chase to that little. Like I don't, I don't know what his final what his final yards. Christian are. Fulton had just made the tackle on that first one big run. Yeah. he had. Then it would have been like a play for no no gain or like very few yards. Yeah. Like that they had like missed a tackle huge on him right there. Well, I mean that's tough to go one on one in Jamar. Yeah, Chase those those plays are gonna happen. Jamar Chase is just too electric. That's why he's an All Pro rookie. He's very fucking good. Yeah, he's gonna be so good. Yeah, uh, Chiefs offense still looks electric. Travis Kelsey just basically doing whatever he wants to whenever he wants to is a very scary thing. I'm not really sure how Cincinnati deals with that. It's going to be what the Week 17 matchup they had with them, where it's going to be, hey, whoever has the ball last wins the game. Yeah, and speaking of Travis Kelsey doing whatever he wants to, he literally told Patrick Mahomes before the snap, like, I'm just going to run to the middle of the field where there's open space, hit me. Like, he didn't even run the route that was called. Also, the Bills' defense on that last drive—not in overtime, but in the with regu- 13 regulation, seconds left—they're playing. How do you fucking lose that game? 
Well, they're playing sidelines when the Chiefs have two timeouts. It's like they could still go in the middle of the field. They should have just huge chunk yards. Defense. Like yeah. you've been doing all game. No, that made zero sense to me. But a lot of great game to watch, possibly the most entertaining, the most back-and-forth game we've seen in a long time. Uh, overtime. Yeah. Does need to change. What would be y'all's rule change? I saw a fun – like, so I don't know if this would ever happen, but I think it could be fun. The picking spot. I like the picking spot idea. So – Instead of a, it's like you do a coin toss and one team, like picks the spot of the ball, like what yard okay. line the teams are going to start on, and then one team picks if they want the ball or defense first. So like you you spot the ball on. I'm sure there'd be parameters, mm-hmm. but you'd you'd spot the ball on the yard line that you'd want. Like you could pick the fifty, you could pick the forty, you could pick the thirty, you could mm-hmm. pick your twenty. Like and that's where both teams start. Why don't, why don't they just do it to where, like, if Chiefs score out there, then they just kick it off, and then the Bills get a so, chance to Okay, so let's say they did – right. That, that, I mean, and then they get a chance to score a touchdown, and it's, and it's over if they don't. I like that. That's, that's fine, but, but I'm, that's saying fu- I'm saying fun. I'm saying fun. Or if the Chiefs had gotten – yeah, I mean, obviously if they got in field goal, it wouldn't have been over, but – No, pick and spot, I'm saying. So let's say Chiefs win the toss, they pick the 50-yard line. So and then the Bills want the ball, or they want to play defense. So the Bills play defense from the fifty. Let's say the Chiefs score a touchdown, then the Bills get the ball from the fifty to score a touchdown, and then it keeps going. No, I like that. It'd be uh, so much fun. Yeah. So I understand you can't put in the college rule because if you put the ball in the twenty, essentially give them two for or two sets of downs. I don't want a college rule. No. Yeah. It'll go on forever, but. Did y'all play backyard football? Oh, yeah. Did uh, I play backyard yeah, first, football? Look so at this first frame, downs Jack. in there are 20 <laughs> yards. Put the ball at the 25. They're on the opposing 25. You get four downs to score. Love it. No first Love downs. It. No first Love it. That's wait, wait, it you be. put it on the opposing 25? And yeah. What? So, you, yeah, you start on the opposing 25. You get four downs to score. Can you kick a field goal or no? Oh, I, uh, So, after the second overtime, you can't kick field goals. Okay, after the second. Yeah, but you only get four chances. I know, but you just—it's pretty. You pretty much have four chances to throw a hail mary. On the twenty-five, like on the twenty-five, that's not—that's definitely no guarantee. I mean, whatsoever. Yeah. And granted, the Chiefs and Bills both might have scored the first overtime. The second overtime is going to get nasty, though. That—that that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, twenty-five to go twenty-five yards in regulation is a lot. To do it in overtime, where you only get four downs. That's going to be a lot a lot of fun plays. That would be so much fun. I think it would be electric. I think it should just be regular. Like, they should just kick it off and then the but Bills fall again. boring. I mean, it's like – You belong to the boring. Then we would have had a chance to see the Bills score again. Yeah, you else would have And then we get double overtime if they do. Or we just, I guess it's just running clock at that point. But Well, I mean, I, granted, I was a big fan of, like, LSU, Texas A&M going 75-76. That was an electric game to me. I kind of want that same thing, except make it a little harder for the NFL. Four downs, 25 yards. Well, like the Auburn-Alabama game when it was like four overtimes or something like that? Or even <laughs> at the 20. And, and still went under. Even at the 24 <laughs> downs, is still difficult. Like, that'd be so much fun to watch. Oh, you have to pick up 13 yards at a time, essentially, yeah. to get two quality yeah. shots. You definitely wouldn't want your team on offense first. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, that'd be so much fucking fun. Um, 
also note at the end of overtime when the Kansas City Chiefs won, uh, uh, what is it, Brittany Matthews, Brittany Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend, fiance, wife. Baby uh, mama. Baby mama, yes. Uh, was Posted a video of her spraying champagne on the crowd below from her sweet and cozy box. Uh, there was a interesting post, though, of apparently the Arrowhead Stadium Jumbotron saying, we appreciate the members of the Kansas City Alcoholics Anonymous Club sitting in Section 2 or 120 or something like that. And if you take a look at the video, it matches up perfectly to where Brittany Mahomes was spraying champagne on people of the Alcoholics Anonymous of Kent's era of Kansas City. There's a lot of pissed off sponsors. Well, first of all, that's not possible because it's Alcoholics Anonymous, and so they're anonymous, so they're not going to point out what section they're sitting in. That's not really what anonymous – like, that's not what they mean by Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, but a lot of people go to those meetings without anybody ever knowing that they're going to those meetings. Like, a lot of people – Correct, but those people – Like, have jobs, and, like, nobody knows that they were an alcoholic. The AA people to get at the, the game, game are, are, are avid AA members. Like, they are – Yeah. They are, I mean, there are people who are They're very done with their 12-step, and they're, they've got – they're getting – I guess what it's not. I don't want to say medals. That's not what it's called. They're. It's like the coins are. Yeah. Which is valid for valid for one beer at the local pub. So buy one get one free deal. <laughs> get a free uh, month's real estate advertiser with those beers too. God damn it! Yeah. Soak it up. I know we haven't done this in a while. <laughs> I don't know if it is real, but I pray to God it is, because that's one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen. Uh, there's no way it's real, but that is very funny. <laughs> oh, I'm going to choose to actively believe also Chicago Blackhawks won. They beat the Red Wings. And then Brittany Matthews played victim. She's like, I wish I could just do what I want to do without getting criticized for it. Like she tweeted that like right after. She's like, shut the fuck up. This is why nobody likes you. She always like wants to be the victim of every situation. Yeah, that is tough. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. It's not the worst person in the Mahomes family, though. Uh, she's tied for one. <laughs> tied for one. <laughs> I don't know. What's worse, her Instagram posts or Jackson Mahomes TikTok? Definitely Jackson Mahomes TikTok. You're right. Those are pretty bad. Those are those are brutal, brutal to watch. We just need to keep asking him how Sean, or if he's a fan of Sean Taylor after dancing on his um, on his uh, jersey number on the sideline during the. Uh, Football team, Chiefs game. Absolutely zero respect. I just hate seeing how they like fly in from wherever they live on a private jet. Him and his mom and like Jackson, like they fly on a private jet to all the games. Like they're just always, and somehow they're always on the field, always living the life, always in a box. No matter what stadium it is, they're always in a box. Like when I see other people, other like wives of players go to games, like they're sitting in the stands or like maybe a suite. They're always in a box. Yeah, honestly, if I if I was in the NFL. Let's say, I, let's say I'm Patrick Mahomes, and I have a wife that comes to support her, whatever. Uh, I want her out in the stands with all the real fucking people. You know what I mean? Be a real fan. She would get so much shit if she was sitting in the stands. Like, even in Kansas City, people would be like, you know, nobody likes you, right? Well, I assumed she would be a, a, more on her best behavior. Yeah, I mean, what? We saw where the Chiefs put Jordan Love's mom and his girlfriend. It was in the fucking Royal Stadium. <laughs> Across the street, it was literally at the the worst seat possible. I think it was behind a pole. Oh my god, it was it was disgusting what the Chiefs did to poor Jordan Love's family. You know what they need to start doing? They need to start TikToking more. 
they can afford those you know. afford those box seats. <laughs> or teach your son how to play football. <laughs> yeah, or teach your son how to throw. All right, uh, looking towards next week. Um, Cincinnati, Kansas City. The line is at seven in favor of City. It's only seven? Only, yeah. So I guess it's right, playoff, so. Yeah. Um, 56% of the betting public is on the Bengals. 77% of the money is also on the Bengals. Whoa. Questions, concerns, comments. Whoa. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs minus seven. I think the Chiefs, I don't know. Like, if the Chiefs play that like they did in some of the games earlier this season, like, it could easily be a Bengals win. But if they play anywhere close to what they did this past week, then it should be it should be a Bengals, it should be a Chiefs sweep. No, I I think, well, Chiefs sweep. Bengals beat them in the regular season. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say, the Bengals beat them in the regular season. But... They're going to treat this game like a chimney and just sweep it on up. I could definitely see the Bengals covering seven. I love the Bengals covering here. I hope the betting public does not agree with me. They start leaning towards the Chiefs, even that out to 50%. But I love the Bengals here. The Chiefs' defense stinks. It's not good. And the fact that you still have Joe Burrow, who's cool, calm, and collective under pressure. You have three incredible wide receivers and a good tight end out of Auburn. I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. You still have Joe Mixon. It's an electric offense. I would say better than the Bills. And the Bills just torched the Chiefs. So, also, I didn't realize Joe Mixon was so young. He's only like 25. Yeah. I mean, he got drafted like four years ago. Yeah, I thought he was – I guess it's because he stayed injured. Mm-hmm. I just I thought he was a lot older. I really did. It seems like a long time ago when he beat that woman up at that Oklahoma bar. <laughs> I thought it was a we Taco don't forget. Bell. He punched someone over a Baja Blast at Taco Bell. No, I think it was in a bar. No, it was a Taco Bell. <laughs> over a Baja Blast? Well, you saw Baja Blast go flying. <laughs> was it Was it a uh, – a patron of Taco Bell, or was yes. it an employee? Okay, that makes it a little bit better. Maybe he yeah. said something bad. Well, she. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, I think she, she well, just gave uh, him a, <laughs> I think she just gave him the wrong look, and he said, what you fucking with, woman? And then gave her the slapsies. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was at a bar, though. I think there was alcohol involved. Oh, well, he was. I mean, either way, you can't fucking do that. Alcohol involved at a Taco Bell. It's called coming back from the bars to the Taco Bell for some late night crunchies. Yeah, yeah. If you're in a Taco Bell at night, you're drunk. Yeah, uh, I I just love the Bengals in the spot. Uh, so that's that. Moving on to the next game, San Francisco at the Rams. The Rams are favored by three and a half. Lock it in. Don't get it. Alternate line. Yeah, alternate line minus six and a half. Yep. Give it to me right now. I'll put my bank account on it. To every dipshit out there who's like, it's hard to beat the same team three times. Uh, in teams where uh, one team has swept uh, the other opponent in the regular season are 14 and six in the postseason. The Rams are by far the better team in every way possible. Jimmy G stinks. He's going to get picked off by Jalen Ramsey maybe four times. Van Jefferson's getting a tutter to represent Middle Tennessee. Cooper might get three. Uh, OBJ might throw for two. <laughs> like, this is going to be a murder. I don't care how good Cal- or how good of a coach Kyle Shanahan is. He's getting marked. I agree. Uh, I would definitely take him alternate spread at six and a half, depending on what the money what it looks like. Um, if not, you could even you might even be able to go up. Oh yeah, I forgot to say, fifty-one uh, percent of the betting public is on the Rams. 
and then 53% of the money is on the Rams. People are buying this notion of defense wins championships, which historically has been true in some cases. But, I mean, when you so, only have a defense. I mean, this is basically the Chicago Bears. It's a complete, It's a new era of the NFL. Yeah. It is. Rams minus six and a half. But you have to have, a, you have, to have a great defense, but you need some type of production on offense. And Jimmy G, not going to get it done. He's not going to be able to keep up with the points that the Rams are about to rain down on the 49ers. No, this might count as a murder. I, so, are we putting uh, who are we putting in the Super Bowl then? I guess we're all in the Rams for the NFC. But So, I have Rams, probably Chiefs, hoping for Bengals. In either case, I think the Rams win. Agreed. I think the Rams are your Super Bowl winners. Yep. I think so, too. And just to remind everybody, I took the Rams uh, on November the 3rd at plus 650. Which will be Beaver's second sport in a row of winning the title. It be pretty impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if you want I get the ahead. crown of future champion. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and put money on the Tennessee Volunteers to win the college basketball national title. You can go ahead and do that now and get yourself a good uh, payout. The only future bet I lost was JT Daniels to win the Heisman this year. Which was a terrible bet. You better believe I'm going to put JT Daniels to win the Heisman next year, no matter where he goes. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be Ole Miss, then it's a lock. He might go to West Virginia. That would be kind of crazy. I would not bet him to win the Heisman in that situation. But if he goes to Ole Miss, I will. <laughs> uh, so switching to coaching news. No, Sean Payton retired. Uh, I saw a lot of people compare Mike McCarthy's stats to Sean Payton's stats. Mike McCarthy had two Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Won one title. He's a bum. So what's the deal with Sean Payton retiring? Is he, uh, does he have some kind of media gig lined up? He definitely didn't retire. He came out today and said that he sees himself coaching in the future, but he had to step away for now, which means – they're going to fire McCarthy next year, and he's going to step into the Dallas job. Maybe. But the thing is, Sean Payton wants full control. And even if you sit down in a meeting with Jerry Jones before you take the job, Jerry Jones is going to tell you what you want to hear, but you know for a fucking fact you're not going to control that team. Yep. He runs a fucking like a, a radio show once a week. Like, If Jerry Jones would just shut the fuck up, the Cowboys could be so good. Yeah, no, if Jerry didn't make any of the hiring decisions, they would be great right now. But alas. <laughs> no, I, I think Sean Payton stepped away because he saw the Saints are $75 million over the projected cap. And there's there's no coming back from You that. have to cut everyone on the defense. Yeah. And you still have Taysom Hill. And As the quarterback. <laughs> Taysom Hill and Jameis, or Lasik Winston. And not to mention, if that deal they gave Taysom, if he's your starting quarterback, I can't remember the money, but... Dude, his contract is unreal if he's the starting quarterback. Are you serious? Like, that contract, yeah. That contract was like... Oh, what's going on, Prince? How you doing, brother? Yeah, I mean, he's getting paid like $17 million a year, isn't he? But, I'm, but, I'm, but it, it, like, if they decide to make him the starting quarterback, it increases so much. I, th- I want to say it was like $98 million, which for a Taysom 98 Hill... $98 million for Taysom Hill? No fucking I'll way. I'll have to look it up, but... I thought it was like $12 million a year. And that was way overpriced for Taysom. That's best before for he... a fucking gadget guy. There's no way. That's if no. That's if it tur- if he turns into the starting quarterback. Oh, okay. But say, I mean, well, Lasik Winston's got the uh, the job locked down. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. I don't know what's going to go on there. So who's who's going to the uh, who's going to the um, 
Is the Bills offensive coordinator going to the Giants? Yeah. So, yeah, so here it is. So he signed a $40 million extension forty million with extension. $21.5 guaranteed, but it can escalate if he's like basically the starting quarterback to $94 million. Okay, yeah. Prince in the chat said uh, with incentives it, it gets up that high. But, yeah, no, that's, that's fucking nuts that he's that high. Also, uh, Danables is going to the Giants? The offensive coordinator for the Bills? Yeah. And that's the hot talk right now. Okay. Didn't the Giants just hired the general manager? Their new general manager is a guy out of the front office for the Bills. Okay. So I think a lot of the people are believing that. And they're they're interviewing a fuck ton of people, but he's he's pretty high on the list. Oh, did did you see his interviewers like? I'm just not going to be Dave Gettleman. <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. I like it. I like his style. And it seems like the Jags are basically locking in Byron Leftwich. It seems like that's going to happen. Well, so they interviewed Byron. I thought it was going to get done today. They were going to put pen to paper, but apparently they're still interviewing other people. Dumbest fucking decision I think I've ever seen. Hire him. Yeah, That's the best you're so going to do. Yeah. Um, okay, so Prince is asking for the Super Bowl predictions. So, for the weekend, uh, I have Rams winning, covering three and a half. I have Bengals covering seven, hopefully winning, probably not. So, we got Chief, Chiefs-Rams in the playoff, or in the Super Bowl. Then we have Rams beating the Chiefs. I agree. I think it's just it. Jesus, will you turn that down? Fucking idiot. Yeah, but um, will you just turn down your phone, you monster? Jesus. Anyways, but yeah, no, it's it's gonna be a hell of a weekend. But I think Rams beat the Niners by seventy-five points, maybe eighty. They might have to institute a run <laughs> rule in the playoffs because the Rams are just gonna beat them that bad. And then Bengals, Niners, or Bengals, Chiefs are just going to come up to whoever has the ball last. Where can you bet the Rams right now as, as the Super Bowl favorite? Probably on a lot of sports books. Probably anywhere. <laughs> Any, yeah, anywhere that takes sports gambling. Yes, but. Oh, the Rams are plus 200, so the Chiefs are actually the betting favorite. Well, of course they're going to be the betting favorite. They were the last to make it to the I mean, Super plus 200, Rams. that's some great money if you guys want to fit that down. For Rams? Rams? Yeah. Damn. Plus 200. That's a steal. I Bengals are plus 800. Wait, what? Who's plus 800? Bengals. That's not bad. To make it or to win? To win. Interesting. That's not bad at all. Prince, what's the uh, what's the hottest take of the weekend for the divisional round? We on Aaron Rodgers' last ride, in, or last ride in Green Bay. We thinking Tom retires. Josh Allen demands a trade. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be some shit? Allen demands a trade to Denver. Wow. Josh Allen in Denver throwing to Jerry Judy. Wow. Cortland Sutton would be awesome. Biggest takeaway of the weekend? The Rams are the real deal. Oh, fuck off, Prince. Aaron Rodgers is not leaving. Aaron Rodgers is staying because that's yes. where he belongs. Yes, Rodgers is going to Denver. No, Denver. Denver. He is going to Denver. Denver. He's not going to Denver. We want him in for the Broncos. I want to see him in that blue and orange looking thing. No, he, no, absolutely fucking not. Fuck all you people. Aaron Rodgers is staying where he belongs because Brian Gutekunst, our GM, is going to bend the knee. Does Jordan Rodgers still live in Nashville? Did he live in Nashville for a while? Jordan Rodgers went to Vandy. Yeah, no, but then I, he's on network. I don't know where he lives. No, I, no, you people are heathens. It's a joke. Aaron Rodgers Aaron's is going staying. to Denver. Write it down. They don't have the money to pay him. 
He's not looking for money anymore. He just wants to win. He just wants out of fucking Green Bay. And so he if he's not Bay. looking for money, then Green Bay's the spot. They literally have everything. They gave up 10 but points he also in the division one of the playoffs. Except a good relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He was You fun. think, dude, all that shit happiness. about how they repaired. No, that shit is so fabricated. There is no way he could sit in a meeting with the GM and be like, I'm happy here. He, he just did it. And this offseat or this that's what I'm saying. It's fabricated. It's bullshit. No, it's not fabricated. It's complete bullshit. He everyone in that building wants Aaron to stay there. They understand that he's the only reason they're at the spot where yeah, they're at. Yeah, but the only reason is the only problem is Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be there. If they give Aaron whatever he wants, and if so say Beaver's right, he is gonna take less money. There's no reason why they can't get more pieces. Because they're going to restructure Bakhtiari. They're going to restructure Jenkins. They're going to restructure, or I think they're going to let Z go. But Sedarius is gone, so that frees up like another $9 million cap. I do not see Aaron Rodgers taking less money from the Packers. But he would take less money from a worse-off worse organization? I was. I think so. The Broncos are in shame. They just I just think coach. I just think Aaron Rodgers wants completely out of Green Bay. Well, I, no matter what. I would give it more credence. If the Denver Broncos were more interested in hiring Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator for Green Bay. But after that performance that they put out in the divisional round, that hurts a lot. You can't just hire the guy who put up 10 points against the Niners at, or on your home field. No, so I think that's basically quashed. Pittsburgh, maybe. But even then, like, do you really want to trade out that great offensive line if they can get uh, Bakhtiari healthy again and get Jenkins healthy again. He would look so weird in a fucking Pittsburgh jersey. Yeah. Could you imagine him in the Bumblebee uni? Yeah. Does it look? It's just going to be weird watching somebody else play quarterback for the Steelers anyway. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Prince, who's your team, brother? While well, he's typing that out. Uh, yeah, no, Aaron Stang. The only teams that make sense are Denver and Pitt. Denver's dead because of the Hackett job. Oh, we got a Bills fan. Oh, man. I'm sorry, brother. That's tough. Uh, so, are you ready to lose Leslie Frazier, the D.C.? So, the real question is, is, is Tom Brady going to retire? Tom Brady needs to retire. Oh, I, Tom Brady's I, definitely retiring. Everything looks like he's out. I think Gronk's going to follow him, too, and be like, fuck it, I'm not playing with anybody else. Yeah, if Brady comes back, you get Gronk, too, again. Yeah, they're a package deal. If Brady retires, then Gronk's going to retire. The... The Bucks are dead. They're a dead franchise. We're putting the Falcons at the top of the NFC North next year. Oh, it definitely is South. It runs through Atlanta. That is so crazy. They're gonna. It's gonna be a nine-win Atlanta team that's gonna win the division. In the AFC South, it's gonna be right back where it belongs. Nine wins would be crazy. <laughs> no. Well, unless, unless Miami picks up Tom Brady. Wait, we say AFC South. NFC South, yeah. Oh, I was like, I was like, whoa, whoa. I, well, my I was my brain Tom, just exploded. <laughs> big time divisional realignment. <laughs> Unless Atlanta trades Matt Ryan to the Broncos. I mean, they. Which it, they already said they're bringing him back, which is kind of surprising. But, um, yeah, the Falcons are going to run it back next year. The Falcons are going to be a lot better next year. Arthur Smith in his second year. Arthur Smith, great coach. He's going to yeah. be a great head coach. They, the Falcons literally. Use Cordell Patterson as like their starting running back this whole year, who had never like the guy was a gadget guy and well, somehow became the starting running back. Well, he like, a, yeah. they had no, they had no run game at all for the Falcons. Their starting wide receiver quit for mental health reasons at the beginning of the year. 
their best like offensive player overall. And so it's pretty much just like throw the ball to Kyle Pitts or like maybe Cordell Patterson can, can do something. And somehow they squeaked out a lot more wins than people thought. No, it, he wasn't the starting running back. He was the starting offense. He just played every skill position. He was That's everything exactly what he did. The Falcons should have won like two or three games last year with the, that, that was a bad defense and a bad offense. Like everything was bad mm-hmm. and they, they squeaked it out. No, I mean, they're going to be a solid team next year. They're going to win nine, ten games. I don't know how they're going to be a solid team next year. I'd be, I'd still be shocked. Well, they're going to. That's going to be the worst division of football next year if Tom yeah. Brady retires. They're going to be all really no, bad. You're going to, you're going to the Cowboys your way into the playoffs because you're going to beat up on the bad teams. So you're going to beat up on the Saints with basically nobody because they have no cap room. You're going to beat up on the Tom Brady list Bucks, and you're going to beat up on Carolina. Who I don't even, not sure if they have a head coach yet. I don't know. Uh, like is Matt, is is Sam Darnold gonna be the quarterback for the Panthers next year again? They've they, already, I think they've already said he was gonna be. Did they really? No, that was no, that was the Johnson Daniel Jones. I kind of thought they said that they're, they're gonna get rid of him. I don't know. Well, they know they, re- they signed him to all, like a three year deal. They picked up his fifth year option. They re signed him. Is Cam Newton gonna come back and be the starting quarterback for the Panthers all next year? Uh, he has to be done. <laughs> be He's so done, dude. He's he so done. has to be done. But I'm excited to see uh, what the Eagles do in the draft. They have a lot of picks. Yeah, and they're going to do fucking nothing because Howie Roseman's a dumbass. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see the Eagles build a team. It, it, what, they're going to draft a Jalen Rager over a Justin Jefferson again? I'm just <laughs> – yeah, I, I'm aware. That was bad. That was atrocious. Which I'm still not sold that Hurts is going to be an NFL quarterback either. I, he, I mean, he's he, an NFL quarterback now. But he, he made it to the does he not remind you of Marcus Mariota? Well, yeah. No, I. Once again, like he is a a guy that can win it with a lot of help around him, but he's not going to make the crucial error. And sometimes that's what you want. And other times you need big play quarterbacks. Yeah, I think they're going to ride with him. Be interesting. Where does uh? Who wins the Russell Pete Carroll debacle? Russell. Nobody. I Man, I would be all-team Russell here, but you just saw what happened this past year. Russell looks like a shell of himself. Granted, I think he's going to get back to where he was. Or do you move on from both? No, you can't move on from both. Why not? How do you turn around and tell the fan base, hey, we're getting rid of our Super Bowl-winning head coach and we're getting rid of our Super Bowl-winning quarterback? We're in the be- second-best division in football, and we are going to get shellacked for the next three years. To rebuild, got to rebuild somehow. It is a tough sell, but you have to. Re- yeah, you got to. They're not in, like you said, the Packers are going to reload. They're not in a reload situation. Well, it, at one point you have to give Russell or whoever's quarterbacking for Seattle an offensive line. They haven't had an offensive line since the they drafted Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah, well, really, since they shellacked Denver in the playoff or in the Super Bowl, that was the last time they had an offensive line. So I don't know how you make that call. But I think you stick with Pete Carroll. You stick with the coach. You let Russ walk, especially after what he did this past year. Once again, I think he bounces back. But Pete Carroll's just too old for me. I mean, I don't, he's I don't know why. I guess it might not matter in a general manager's eyes. To me, that would matter. Ageism much? Uh, Age I wouldn't call it ageism. I'd call the games progressing and Pete Carroll's, what, 70? Yeah. He looks like I think he's older than that. Is he, like... 
75? He's at least 70. I know that. Yeah, I, I know he's four years over 70. Oh, you're saying like in his 80s? No, he's. I, I was about to say, he's the greatest looking 80 year old of all time. I think he's right at 70. Probably he's right at 70. I mean, he doesn't look a day over like 58. The man's in impeccable shape. I think it's all that gum he chews. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> out jawline strong. Strongest jawline in the, in the NFL. He went to University of the Pacific. Not familiar. Me either. University of the Pacific. Is that all the NFL coaching news? That's all. Uh, it's pretty much, yeah. College coaching news. Are we sad that Derek Mason has left the Auburn Tigers for a lateral job at Oklahoma State? Yeah, I think Auburn might be in trouble <laughs> big time. Yeah, I'm about to find out pretty early when they play Penn State at Auburn this year. <laughs> yeah, that might be a an early couple losses. I think it might be an early uh, early retirement for Brian Harsins from Auburn if he doesn't win a couple games early on. Yeah, that's a, that's a he, tough sell. He's on the hot seat after one year already. Things are not looking good. No. Uh, other news, I checked Airbnbs for the Tennessee uh, LSU game in Baton Rouge. They're, they're, they're a little pricey. <laughs> I'm sure. They're that's what? Like, uh, tickets are a little pricey. Oh, the tickets? Or not tickets, but Airbnbs are a little pricey. Yeah, but Tickets aren't on sale yet. We've got to go. I think we have to. I would love to go to Baton Rouge. I don't give a, f- don't give a fuck what it costs. Can you fly <laughs> to Baton Rouge? Is there an airport there? Well, I mean, I think New Orleans is only like an hour out. That's true. It's not far. Uh, do the Packers, by chance, this is, uh, this is a shot in the dark, do they by chance play Vegas next year? Uh, do we play? Well, I want to go. I got to go to Las Vegas game. If I don't go I to Las Vegas to game this season, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry again because I missed the entire season this year and I thought I was going to Titans get aren't. I need to go to Las Vegas at least once per year. I think this year I'll just wait it out till the fall because I need to make it to a Raiders game bad. Okay. Also, just so you guys know, since the Titans are out of the playoffs, I have already broken down next year. Um, <laughs> we'll save it for a future podcast, though. But I do have the Titans going at the worst 12-5. and five. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Do you fall and hit your head? That's what the loss of the Packers. Chill the fuck out, Jack. Oh, <laughs> uh, we play y'all at home. Oh, you better hope it's not in December, boys. Oh, it's the. I think it's gonna be the second to last game of the year. I think it's gonna be Week Seventeen. Green Bay does not play uh, Raiders next year. Yeah, we do not. The Raiders play at the Titans next year. Yeah, I know. We'll see a good Raiders game. Um, Which means, I guess, the next year Raiders play or Titans play at the Raiders. I don't know. There's no there's no Raiders home games I go crazy for. Obviously, the division games would be the best. Like it'd be awesome to see the, the Chargers play there. It'd be awesome to see the Chiefs play there. We we need to try to hit uh, a couple of different stadiums next year. It'd be a lot of fun. Like we, I know we want to already want to go to Cincinnati. Cincinnati would be easy because it's like three hours away. Yeah. Yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all, especially the people who turned it or tuned in on Colorcast. Uh, you can listen to us live, talk about rant, rave, all that good stuff. Uh, if you like the podcast, go ahead and subscribe, like, do all that good stuff on either Spotify, Apple, whatever you do. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Nashville Bets. I uh, really appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. Love y'all.